Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. This is Therese Skelly, and this is another episode of the Happy Business Podcast. I'm so delighted today that you are here, because today I get to hang out and host my good friend, Shelly Nelson. Hello, my dear Shelly. Hi, Therese. Uh, It's so good to be here. Oh, it is, it is. So when I first met Shelly, we uh, were in a mastermind together, and we sat across the room. I don't think we talked for the first few days, but Shelly has this face. Um, I feel like a, like a weird girl uh, girl crush. <laughs> Shelly, has, Shelly has this face that you just, like, fall in love with. Like, she's just got such a beautiful energy, and she's just stunningly beautiful. And, and so I think finally, like, we had a little connection, and then, and then we've been in a year-long mastermind, and so we got to spend time together. Um, and Shelly's one of the people that I so respect I so value I got to I got to be a participant at her retreat last year and um, when I had the chance I said would you please 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 come and share your magic with my people so I'm I'm thrilled you're here Mm, such a pleasure, and I, I'm just grateful to even been asked, so thank you. Yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> I know that my people need what you have, so we're going to talk about it. So the title for today is Live Your Soul Superpower. <sighs> you know, oftentimes what Shelley says is that our, our greatest soul superpower can feel like a curse. And so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about, like, when you live the unique essence of your soul superpower, what happens is you magnetically attract your ideal clients. And sadly, a lot of people, they follow the wrong blueprint, right? You know, and so that's that's what we're going to get really clear on. So I gave you the trees bio of, like, gushing over, like, how cool Shelly is. But let me just read, also read the, the, the professional bio, okay? So Shelly is a highly intuitive and has been energy has been seeing energy and ghosts her whole life. She has actively been on a conscious spiritual path since the age of 17. She has the ability to see the soul of a person. It is her desire to help people bring the greatness of their soul into their human awareness and physical life. Shelley Nelson has facilitated workshops and worked privately with individuals for the last 19 years. She uses her unique intuitive abilities to assist others in transforming their lives and move into a place of empowerment and self-love. Yummy. And yes, you do. <laughs> Having been on the other on the receiving end, I'm like, oh, heck, you do. Okay, so I want to start, you know, I, this is called the Happy Business Show. And the theme, Shelly, is, you know, I want to introduce people to, obviously, business owners that are really successful and have a really cool businesses and pulling back the curtain a little bit. And, you know, like, were there times that you struggled? Were there times that it wasn't easy, that doesn't look all shiny like it does today, right? And so then we're going to get into your topic. But what I would love to hear is tell us today what your business is and what you love about it. Mm. Ah, That's fun. Big smile on my Mm -hmm. face. Mm -hmm. So what my business is today is that I get to work with people on a really deep level and really helping them come into their full soul self. Mm. Nothing jazzes me more than that. Mm-hmm. And what this means for them is that when you come into your full soul self, you are naturally just transmitting the vibration of who you are into the world and you attract your life co-creators. Mm-hmm. You attract those people 
that are ready to receive what you have. You attract your life mates. You attract your business partners, the right people that are a perfect fit for you. And so I help people really come into who they are, and I do that in various ways. So I do that in an individual readings, and I do that in group programs. I have a one-year group program that I absolutely love called <laughs> And it is a deep dive, but it is so transformative in what gets to happen in their lives and in their businesses. Because we're not just one facet. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not just who you are in your business. Like, we get to be the same person in all areas of our lives. And when we're not, there's incongruency. And, like, that's where we're in discord. Right. When we're incongruent. Right, right. That's where the results get wonky and we go a little nuts. You know, one thing I love about you and your business, Sally, is that um, you have an energy about you. I remember I remember sitting down at one of our events going, how do you do this? Like, I love your business model because it doesn't feel, you know, most business owners that I have hung out with, it feels frenetic. It feels like, oh, my God, i got to do launch. Or like, oh, crap, i got to fix this and fill this. And, and there's just a peacefulness to you and your business model, and it feels like spaciousness. Like it doesn't feel like you're killing yourself to have a business. Is, is, would, would you agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, they said that, like, you know, you have what I what people want, what I would want. You know, I remember I, I remember sitting down with lunch going, how the hell did you pull this off, woman? Because it's like I don't feel the struggle and the striving from you at all that a lot of other business owners, even the six-figure and beyond business owners, still kind of put out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it definitely, for me, begins with intention. Everything begins with intention. If we are not intentional, I always say you are a leaf in the wind. You will be riding the wave of someone else's intention for you if you don't have your own. Wow. So my intention is to keep it simple. My intention (laughs) is to be powerful and potent and allow it to be simplicity to where my business doesn't overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. or take over, mm-hmm. I get to have a full life. Yeah. And so I'm very intentional about it. And I, But it wasn't always that way. No. Well, let's talk about that, yeah, because I'm thinking, you know, we could just do a whole call just on this. Like, this is, I mean, just on how not to let your business take over your life. You know, that's a whole separate call. So you can come back. Come back for round two. But tell me, like, was there ever a, like, oh, yeah, I didn't do it always this way. This, so tell me that story. Was there ever a time you weren't happy with your business or you weren't intentional? Mm-hmm. And so early on, I hired a business mentor. Mm-hmm. And... When I was working with this mentor, um, they had said some things about, you know, ask me about my business and where I was headed and what I wanted. And they had said, like, oh, no, that's not the approach you want to take. And the approach was that I was going to lead with soul. Mm -hmm. And they had said, oh, no, 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 that's not, you know, that's not really something that is high on people's list. <laughs> so look at a shell, right? Yeah, and this was like, let's say about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
So it's like, oh, no, no, like lead with a different footing. How about like business coaching or lead with a different footing? Wow. And so I attempted. I was like, okay, maybe maybe this person's right. Wow. And But I was successful enough at the time, but it was still mm-hmm. like, mm, okay, maybe I need to like to take it to the next level. Maybe I need to adapt this to what I'm doing to business coaching. Oh, my. I tried that on. <laughs> I did a launch. It bombed. It totally fell flat. My audience even send it, sent me some what I call hate emails. Saying, like, Feedback? What are you doing? Have you lost your way? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, oh, yeah, it, was, it got pretty dark. And then I even lost sight in one eye for two months. No, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Oh, my God. Talk oh, about the metaphor. <laughs> so what happened was as I lost sight in one eye, and I had it checked out, there was nothing. Nobody could tell me what was wrong with me. Mm. And it was really wild because I would continually check that eye to see if the vision was returning. Because mm-hmm. I could see peripheral per, in my periphery, but not going forward. It was like a whiteout with that eye. Wow. And then... It's like I got the message loud and clear as I was checking that eye, looking at my vision in the mirror. I could see my body, like my vision was starting to come back. I could see Mm -hmm. my body, but not my face. Mm. And I just was like really like a wild person that day, laughing at myself Mm -hmm. when I got the message, Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing myself clearly. (laughs) Oh, my. And once I got that message... It's like, okay, that's enough with this. I've got to return to what I know is true to me, and I am leading with soul. This is what I know. Like, I have always for years led with that and been successful enough, but it was really something about me coming home to myself and standing Mm -hmm. in who I knew I was and not taking that outside advice. Right. And staying true to who I was. And so that is like when it wasn't good, it was when I wasn't fully listening, when I wasn't truly following what I know was true to me. And yes, I was able, the beauty from that mentor is that I was able to take structures that I learned from her and adapt them to what I get to do in my Mm -hmm. business. And but you didn't let her talk you out of that. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Because, as you know, it's like I completely lead with the soul. That's what I'm all about mm-hmm. and known for that. It's like... And, and can I say, you charge really good money for that. So it's not like I'm talking to a person that's charging 50 bucks an hour. Like you really have owned your value of, of, of the work you do. Right, and it was something kind of woo-woo, right? As we would say, or kind of esoteric. Oh, for sure. Yeah, an individual soul reading with me today is fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Boom. My one-year program goes for twenty-five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to pause for a moment, and listeners, did you hear what she just said? Did you hear that? One reading, fifteen hundred dollars. 
and one year is 25,000 because Shelly understands the depth of the transformation that her work, like this is what, we were sitting at lunch at this hotel and I'm sitting in front of Shelly going, woman, you're freaking amazing. Like how the hell do you do this? How do you charge that much? And it's because you just absolutely embody your work and then you get the results with your work, right? Exactly. Exactly. But let's go back for a moment. Can I, you know, it, a lot of people don't have, you know, your, your, um, can I call you a freak of nature? <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> and all with love, of course. A lot of people don't have the strength of conviction to say, I don't care what you say, mentor. I'm going to do this woo-woo thing that I know to be true. Like, it's, it's hard sometimes to really stand in your knowing in face of a quote expert is telling you a different thing or wow it's kind of not really grounded you know it's not like you were selling how to make a website you were selling soul stuff right so so how do you help people like if somebody's listening and they're saying god I, I, I totally get it I know what I'm supposed to do but I'm afraid to really embody it I'm afraid to jump in what would you tell people about that right so one of the first things is that I'm going to lead the soul here, that your soul is the expression, is trying to express itself through you mm-hmm. in the way that it gets to, in the way that is for you. Like you're not here to mimic anyone else. Mm. And so stop trying mm-hmm. to mimic anyone else because you have a unique message and it is based off of the experiences you've already had your entire life. You've been preparing yourself for what it is that you get to deliver your entire life. Mm -hmm. And so when you allow yourself to come home to yourself, to make that intention, make that choice, it does start with choice, Mm -hmm. and begin to center yourself. And you might ask, what does that mean? And so I imagine this as we have a pillar of light You are, when it comes down to it, it's basic science. You are energy. Even in yourself, you are energy. And so imagining that you are energy, you are a pillar of energy, you are a pillar of light. That is you. That is you, your basic essence, on a soul level. And that's where your divine intelligence, I feel, truly comes from. So allowing yourself to imagine that pillar of light and begin to breathe with it. Mm. And so yeah. even right now, just breathe with that pillar of light that is you. Breathe into your nose deeply until you feel a fullness in your abdomen and then exhale through your mouth. And allowing yourself to then even sit into that pillar of light that is you. Wherever your thoughts have gone, your energy has followed. And so even in this moment, allowing yourself to come home to yourself. Mm. And it is a choice. Make that choice. There you go. As you sit into yourself, you're allowing yourself clarity. You're allowing yourself to remember who you are. And you can do this repeatedly throughout your day. It's simple. It can be one breath away because it is a choice. And when you do this, you center into your knowing. 
get it, you get up, you get removed from the head space mm-hmm. and come into your soul space, which is the truth, which is your truth exactly. Yeah. And as you sit into the truth of who you are, you're going to know when you take yourself off center. So just as I was using the example of when I followed somebody else for a moment, mm-hmm. lost sight in one eye, I went off center. Yeah. And when we go off center, we begin even casting shadows. Like if you're like not centered in the light of yourself, if you even imagine this, you're a tree, you're centered mm-hmm. in the light, the pillar of light, you, you go off center, you begin to cast shadows. And life can get dicey then. And my, like your physical body, just as mine, your physical body might start to speak loudly to you. Little pains, little ailments, big ones even, Mm -hmm. letting you know you're off center now. And so this is where it's like, take these signals as, okay, I'm going to choose to come home to myself. And you know, I know you know, we all do. When we question, is this really right? Am I doing the right mm-hmm, thing here? Mm-hmm. If you are asking that question of yourself, there is something off. Mm. You wouldn't even think to ask that question if you were on base. You, you would just feel good. You're right and do it. Long. But you know, Shelley, I see the pattern. I think we've been habituated to abdicate our knowing. I think there's so much. That's why I said I was teasing you about your freak of nature in that a lot of people know, but they they want permission. They're looking from the thing outside. They're they're looking for the guru that drops them the blueprint that gives them the, you know, the fucking nirvana at the end of the road. Excuse my language, but I get a little little about almost predatory practices that talk people out of their knowing and take them out of, of their being. And so how do you how do you work with a person that kind of has been habituated to not be in themselves? Mm-hmm. Great question. And so even with this, it does take, I mean, it all comes down to choice. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. Because it, it is, it's like, first of all, like, is, is that honestly working for you? Mm. And so sometimes you could look and say, yeah, it's making me money. Mm-hmm. But are you happy doing right. what you're doing? Is your life fulfilled? Are you loving it? Because if you're not loving it, it's time to tweak some things. And it doesn't mean abandon it all, because that's the fear. You're like, oh, I've got to start over. No, you don't. Just course correct in a few places. Mm-hmm. And let it be that what it is you're creating is really coming from you. Mm-hmm. Because this is the beauty. When it comes from you and not someone else's blueprint, you will attract even more people. You will attract the right people that are fully in alignment with what you're offering. I know this to be true. I have people that have worked with me the entire 19 years I've been doing this. <laughs> Yeah. Why is that? Not because they want to be like me, but because I support them in standing right. in who they really are. Right. So so let's go a little deeper because 
with my hypothesis being that people are habituated in living outside of themselves, what are some signs or ways people can um, say, like, uh, what's the word, discernment or distinction, like, oh, that's a soul message, or that's just my ego, or that's the truth of me, or that's the fear of me. Like, how, how do you know if it's soul mm-hmm. versus not soul? I love it. So, great question. The ego loves to keep things the same. Mm, okay. So somebody says, but I can't raise my rates because you know that's ego then, right? Okay. Uh, totally. So it's like, oh, no. It's like wanting to keep things the same, wanting to even please others mm-hmm. out of, like, like you're saying, but I can't raise my rates. Oh, but I can't offer that really big, juicy program that I want to offer that's $20,000, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, why can't you? Mm-hmm. And that right there, it's like that's fear, and it's the ego actually afraid of you leaving the status quo. Mm-hmm. And it's also fear of, like, you may have fear of ruffling feathers. Of people right. that say, oh, what, are you all about the money now? Yeah, who do you think you are? Yeah, right. Especially for you, a yeah. spiritual teacher charging 1500 a reading. What? Hey. Yeah. Like, oh, no. What I know personally for sure is that I'm over here really taking a stand mm-hmm. for you rising into your full self. Mm-hmm. Taking a stand and seeing you in your wholeness, knowing that when you say that big of a yes to yourself, you'll show up for yourself. Right. And so it's that. It's like there is, I feel that fear. It's like in whoever's listening, I I feel you. (laughs) It's like there is fear in taking that big of a stand. Yeah. And it's like we might want to back down and say, oh, no, no, it's easier to blend in. Mm -hmm. You were not meant to blend in. You wouldn't be seeking to lead others. You wouldn't even think to have your own business. You are all natural leaders. Let yourself lead and let yourself step out of the crowd. It's going to be painful. I feel it. It's like painful for you to stay in that crowd. Mm. That's where the pain is. Mm Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm just going to charge what the other people are charging. Nobody's charging that. Yeah, right. Well, Mm Shelly, I I also have the thing that, you know, that $20,000 program that you are thinking of creating, if your soul has the urge to create it, it's because there's another soul that is calling, calling it forth as well. Is that right? Yep. And here's the beauty is that if, let's say, somebody has the desire to create a $20,000 program or a $50,000 program, if you have the desire, it's because it's already moving through you. Mm. What you want wants you. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's one of my favorite things. So I want to just slow that down because... See, people go, I want this, but it's crazy. We are trained to talk ourselves out of our desires. It's crazy. I couldn't. So how do you help people? I know you talked about, you know, decide and choose. And so how do you, what's your process for getting to people to say like a heck yeah to what they want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, I even feel it's like 
sit with it in a sacred place by yourself first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, let it be, like, like you, in a sacred way, receive it. Mm. Receive the information that's coming to you and through you first. Let it be that you sit with it for a moment and honor it. And personally, I love pen and paper. I love, Mm -hmm. I have a journal. I always keep a journal. And so I write those things out. Like, and let yourself be present with it for a little bit before you start talking about it. Okay. And so what that means in keeping something sacred, you don't let in the naysayers. Mm-hmm. You let nothing distort the sacredness of it. Not even your own mind. Like you yeah. let yourself yeah. just let it be like you are receiving it fully. So mm-hmm. just receive it and then start to play with it. Like, we all have, I feel you even have models, we all have these models of structures that exist. Because this information is coming to you and through you. And then it's like it gets to be held within a structure. So what's the structure it gets to be held within? So I even like to see it as like water being Mm -hmm. held within a beautiful crystal pitcher. Mm. And so what's, what is the structure? What's the container it gets to be held in? So here's this idea that you have of something gorgeous, like, oh, I'm going to take people on this retreat and I'm going to offer this and that. Okay, great. But let's just take a moment and give it some structure. So even how can you, like, is it a one-year program? Is it a nine-month program? Is it a six-week program? And how many calls? Mm -hmm. And then even looking at how many people would you like to invite into that? Start putting some structure to it, but even first, be present with all that's coming to you and through you first. Letting it be sacred before you start diving in and saying, oh, this could be that and that, and start right away putting structure to something. It doesn't start that way. Right. People often go, oh, I'm going to create this model, like this structure, and then I'm going to see what I can pour into it. <clears throat> Great. That's the backwards. You know, this, this last weekend. The other way around. Yeah, absolutely. Like the energy that's moving through you first, and then put structure to it, mm-hmm. and then don't complicate it. <laughs> so your first go around, I'm going to give an example of this. Uh-huh. My first year of offering a program like this, I called forward, like I visualized and I asked in my mind, who do I already know? Who am I already uh-huh. working with that I know would love this? And I offered them this program in a beautiful email that I wrote to them. I kept it simple. I sent the information to them, and I asked them if they wanted to have a conversation with me. And I just kept it simple. Uh I didn't do a big launch. I didn't make a, you know, I just kept it sacred. Mm. And I let it be by invitation only, and they knew it. Uh This is only happening this year by invitation only. And it was gorgeous, and it was awesome, and it gave me, like, my footing in doing this. Right. I love that. And that year I had four people do that program at $20,000 each. 
So there's eighty thousand dollars. Ease, 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 ease. Yeah. A massive launch without a massive efforting, and yeah. letting yourself simplify it, and then sure you can expand it from there. And then for myself, I did that. For myself, the next year, I offered that program from a live event. Mm-hmm. But I but I didn't go about that the first year. And so, you know, many people ask, like, where do I begin? Begin exactly where you are now. Let nothing stop you. You already know the people. There are people in your life you can offer what you've got to right now. That's fabulous. You know, this this weekend I sat down um, and I said, okay, I want to I want to map out some programs because I'm rebranding and so I want to you know everything's new. So I sat down and I instead of going to my brain, instead of going to a revenue projection or marketing calendar, I just said, dear soul of my business, like what do you got? And and so I had these I had big pieces of paper and there's one particular program I'm calling it the transformational journey, and that's my twenty thousand dollar program. And I just held the paper. I know, yay, finally, right? I held the paper in front of me, and I just basically asked the soul of this program to share with me what it wanted. And the thing that it told me is there are three people now that, that want this. Now, I couldn't have conjured that up in my head because I have the like, wow, 20,000, ah, how am I going to find that? I have my, my ego. It was an interesting little battle of the ego of like, what do I have to do to market? And it was like, shh. Stop it. I don't even want to hear from that part of me. But just to be with the program, the soul of the program, the, soul, the essence of it, it was a magical exercise. It was just magical. So, so we, we, we can do soul of anything, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I want to hear... I want to hear about your superpowers you, because you have this, this new concept of the five soul superpowers. Yes. Thank you. You want to talk about yes. that? Yes, so I've written a free report, and it is about the five soul superpowers. And the whole basis of this report is to really help people see, like you said, like Shelley, you're a freak of nature, mm-hmm. that it's like really <laughs> let them see themselves more clearly. And like the things that you might even mm, try to not fully own about yourself, that may very well be your soul superpower. And so this report has been written to help you see yourself more clearly and take ownership of your superpower, your soul superpower, so that you can really harness your potential in a much bigger way. And so there's five soul superpowers. There's the visionary, the disruptor, the map maker, advocacy, and empathy. Hmm. And so many times, like if I use empathy as an example here, many people, people that have have the empathy soul superpower, they're very sensitive people. Mm-hmm. It's like they feel things in their body very deeply. They're an empath. And so oftentimes that if they try to shut that down, that deep ability to feel, their body ends up in pain. Mm. And they end up feeling like that their ability, their soul superpower, is their curse. Oh, I have felt that. Absolutely. I think I'm this one. So I I completely relate to that. Mm -hmm. And so with this, 
there is we often lead with one and then we might have a strong secondary. Mm-hmm. And so like if we take ownership of our soul superpower and in this free report that I'm going to be offering even mm-hmm. is that um you can find yourself in that but then also begin to take ownership and see that that's one of your greatest assets mm-hmm. and use that more fully in your life. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for myself, my soul superpower is visionary. I spent a lot of my childhood being terrified because I could see other dimensions. I could see what other people couldn't see. I could see ghosts. I could see even other faces in other people's faces. Like, past lives they lived. You know, like, freaky stuff as a child. And like, oh my goodness, yeah. it was a lot. And I've, of course, learned now to sort that out and how to live in, you know, all these worlds at one time. But it's also, it's like, that is my greatest asset. And when I have taken full ownership of that, it completely has supercharged my life. Mm. Can you give an and example, Shelley? Yeah, give me an example of how that, because obviously there's the seeing things, but I can't, like, concretize that a little bit about how it's an, how it's an asset for you. Mm, such an asset. The beauty of my skill of being a visionary is not only do I see other dimensions and things, but I'm able to see the wholeness of someone's soul. Mm-hmm. And in being able to see the wholeness of someone's soul, I never buy the bullshit. Mm. Really? So really, and to be blunt, (laughs) but but it is, it's like even if, like if someone is lying to themselves, Mm -hmm. I can see it. Right. And help them come home to themselves and help them refine. It's not about it's being bad or like, oh, you're really bad, you're lying to yourself. It's not about that. It's just, are you ready to let that go now and come home to yourself so you can have peace? Mm-hmm. You can love your life again. Mm-hmm. So you see into people in a way that... I see, yeah, yeah I, I see into people, but it's even bigger than that. Mm. It's being able to see a bigger picture that they might not see for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's even being able to call forward their wholeness and how that can even be lived and how that can be realized by them right now. Wow. I love that. And so, like, I'm very intentional with that and clear, mm-hmm. but also it is, it's like I've created a business around this ability. And you're paid very well, and it works for you, and you help people tremendously. So you're the beautiful demonstration of, like, being in alignment with not only your soul superpower, but leading with that, leading with your gifts, leading with what you hear. Mm -hmm. So tell us where to get this report, because I'm sure people are like, wait, what am I? I want to hear. So where do they find you? So where you can get this report is... The fastest way to get there is going to my website, ShellyNelson.com. It's S-H-E-L-L-I-E, 
nelson.com, and then you can click on the free gift right there oh, okay. on the homepage. Perfect. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Definitely get it. And I did give yeah. I did give you a link um, that mm-hmm. you can share, Therese, as well. That takes people right to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, that's the fastest way they can get there. Okay, perfect. And we'll put that on the the note the notes page. Okay, so I, you know, sometimes people get off track, and so what do you? How do you get back to yourself? Like when you're not feeling happy in your business. Right. So for myself, like if things go awry or I'm not feeling happy in my business, it can often be, just as you were saying, Therese, is like we can end up being in a momentum that is then our way, other than our vibration. I call it the push. Pretty much. Any time I'm not happy in my business is when I'm in the push. And what that means is that I'm forcing something mm-hmm. or I'm pushing something in a way that is untrue to my way of being. And so it does take stopping yourself for a minute, stepping out of the push, taking a breath, and really asking yourself, If I could do this my way, what would it be? Mm -hmm. That takes courage to ask that question. It takes total courage to ask that question because maybe somebody has a coach at that time or maybe Mm -hmm. somebody Mm -hmm. really feels, oh, I got to do it. I got to meet this deadline. I got to do this this way, this exact way. And somebody might even be saying, oh, yeah, but you're doing this because you're stretching yourself. Sure. That's why you're feeling angst. Yes. There sometimes is a stretch, and I do believe you know the difference. Like, what if you got to operate in a way that was true to your way, and you might question, what is my way? Reify this. How would I? I like that. There is a simpler way. That's one of my favorite questions. <laughs> you know, I could simplify this. How would I? You're the queen of that, right? You really are. But you know, what, I think there's something underneath this too, Shelley, because you use the word courage. But I think even more than courage, it takes faith to trust that the information you get from your soul is going to take care of you, and it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that means stopping. I mean, I've had it where I am like, okay, yeah, not going to offer that anymore. Or, I, you know, my energy is now not there. Pull it off. Or um, say no to that opportunity. Or, like, sometimes we, we have to pull back when it's not in the, in the right resonance. And yet our egos are like, oh, how are you going to make money? Rah! You know, and so, so talk of the faith piece. That might not be the word you use, but I use that word a, lot, a great deal of how can you trust that you're taking care of. Yeah. I call it the trust walk. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Or trust fall for some people. <laughs> yeah. And so what that means is that walking, not becoming stagnant. Because mm. we're not meant to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we are all people of growth. We're here to grow. We're here to evolve. We're here to express. Like when we stop, and yes, 
truly there's a time to pause and integrate and allow peace, but then stay in momentum. Keep walking and keep taking the next step. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes you can crawl into a ball and go, I don't know what to do. It's like one step is all that's required. And what is it? And really, it's like it's just one step. And then it's like you take that one, and you might feel, I don't know where to go next. No, take that one. Don't look at the next one, because it will organize in front of you so that you can take the next one. Mm-hmm. But That's it requires, beautiful. even for it to organize sometimes, because we're creating, we're all making it up. We're all creating mm-hmm. it as we go. <laughs> really? And so it's like sometimes it requires taking one step so the next one can even organize. Lots of people say, oh, I want all the all the steps laid out before me before I even take the <laughs> Sorry, no. That's not how it works. No, yeah. yeah. That is not how it works. And, you know, it's like my beloved Jim and I, we've laughed about this because it's like I don't know one entrepreneur, solopreneur that doesn't operate on the fly. Oh, absolutely. That's that's, that's how it rolls. This is how it's done. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like we're course correcting all the way along. It's like you're just course correcting. That's it. But you are taking action. And so even asking yourself, if somebody's in a place of like, how can I make money now? Mm -hmm. From where you are now, let yourself honestly sit with what it is you'd love to offer, and the same thing. Imagine right now, from the people you know now, who would this best serve? Mm-hmm. And reach out nice. and ask if they'd like to have a conversation with you. You can even keep it simple. I have an idea that's just recently come through, or I've had an idea that I feel is a beautiful fit for you. Would you like to have a conversation about it? That's it. That's the email. Simple, simple, simple. Love it. Love that. Say yes. Then have the conversation. There we go. A big long sale. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish we had like six more hours to go, but I'm assuming at some point you got to get off and (laughs) and and do some work. This has been so lovely to hang out, and I know my people will be blessed by your presence, as I'm blessed with your presence. And so I'm just going to have them go to ShellyNelson.com, S-H-E-L-I-L-L-I-E, Nelson.com. Make sure you get her five superpowers report. Seriously, Shelly is one of my favorite people in the world. I respect, you know, I like all the people I bring on, but there are some certain people that I have, like, major heart connections with, and Shelly, you are one of them. And so I'm so happy that you're here. And is there any, like, you were to give one more little tip before we, we leave, is there anything else? I think the biggest tip that I would offer is really to take the time to pause. Take the time to connect with yourself and allow yourself to really live your truth. Mm -hmm. Even if it's in small ways, start there. Mm -hmm. Because it does, it's like it's a momentum that can build in your life. It's like building a muscle. And so the muscle can strengthen, but you get to start. And I know it's like it does, it's all about choice. I keep saying that. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But make that choice. Choose yourself. And then let yourself have your uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Mwah, so good. So, so, so good. So thank you so much for sharing. Aww, thank you, Therese. Love you. I love you, too. This was great. And so I hope you all have loved what Shelley has shared. I hope you take it to heart. You know, the new paradigm way of doing business is not burning yourself out. You don't have to do it that way. We have more and more and more access to working from the soul perspective, living in our desires, living in the feminine energy. We can do it now. We're not going to get burned at the stake. We're not going to have any bad things happen. Like, this is the new way of working, and it works so much better. Right, Shelley? Would you say that, too? So much better. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. So this is Therese with the Happy Business Show, and I would love you to leave a comment either on the blog or in iTunes. Let us know what you love. Let us know what your takeaways are. And so peace and blessings. Bye now. You've been listening to the Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 